Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To uh, start the day today at the, this true crossroads moment in our political history, uh, one of the top guests in the country, so grateful to have him, Andrew McCarthy, as you know, senior fellow at National Review National Review contributing editor and author of a great book, Ball of Collusion, The Plot to Rig an Election and Destroy a Presidency. Uh, Andrew, welcome back to the Dan Kaplan Show. Dan, great to be with you. Well, thanks. And your piece today, I thought, was absolutely right on target. So I'm glad everybody's going to become aware of it and have a feel for what it's all about. The headline of the piece, obviously, the FBI's Mar-a-Lago raid it's about the Capitol riot, not the mishandling of classified information. Andy, can you uh, detail that for folks? Well, yes, I think that what's clearly gone on over the last six weeks is that the FBI, which is uh, not the FBI, the, the Justice Department of which the FBI uh, is the premier law enforcement component, the, poli- the premier police component, but it's mainly main justice. They are clearly under a lot of pressure from the Democratic base to uh, be very aggressive in trying to investigate uh, the January 6th events, and in particular to try to make a case against former President Trump for the Capitol riot, a criminal case arising out of those uh, events. And under those, uh, in that uh, atmosphere. We've seen in the last six weeks that um, they've, for example, uh, issued search warrants for two of the lawyers who are connected to the events of January 6th under circumstances where I think it was totally unnecessary to get hmm. search warrants. So there's a there's a theatrical aspect yeah. to all of this. I, sh- I should tell your listeners, Dan, that ordinarily, if you're dealing with a nonviolent crime situation mm-hmm. and you're you're dealing with uh, suspects or subjects of an investigation who are represented by counsel, and particularly counsel who've been negotiating various things with the Justice Department. Mm-hmm. The Justice Department does not get a search warrant, which is the most intrusive manner in which uh, evidence gets collected. Ordinarily, what you would do is you'd issue a grand jury subpoena, and you would give it to the to the lawyer for whoever the suspect is, telling him, you know, this is what we want, surrender it on, you know, X date to either the grand jury or the FBI or, or what have you. But that's normally the way it works. The only Vital. time you get a search warrant is when you have reason to believe the people you're investigating would either destroy evidence, obstruct justice, flee, tip off other people, you know, the sort of things where you know you're not going to get cooperation, you might get lawlessness. If the people you're investigating can't be trusted or you have reason to believe that, then you get a search warrant. Then you, you know, you barge into their, I, I shouldn't, I don't want to be hyperbolic here. You get permission from a court to search their residences and you knock and announce your presence, but you, they have to let you in and they have to let you, uh, you know, root around the place to, to search for whatever they're 
authorized to look for. So you don't do that unless you're dealing with people that are not trustworthy and have given you reason to believe that they're not trustworthy in the context of the investigation. Generally speaking, you don't go from an amicable negotiation with the lawyer for a suspect to DEFCON 5, where you're, you know, basically, you know, telling them to open the door and let you toss their homes. But what they did with uh, with Trump, like they did with these lawyers who are connected to January 6th, is get a search warrant rather than issue uh, a subpoena or otherwise negotiate the surrender uh, of whatever information they wanted. And the thing that happened in between those things that I think is important is last week uh, they issued grand jury subpoenas for two of the White House counsel under Trump, uh, Pat Cipollone, who was the chief White House counsel, uh, and Patrick Philbin, who was his deputy, uh, Cipollone's deputy. And it's clear when the Justice Department issues a subpoena for lawyers for the president, um, you know, the first thing you think of with a lawyer subpoena is the attorney-client privilege, right? right? right. Well, the thing, the thing that pierces the attorney-client privilege is what's known as the crime-fraud exception, mm-hmm. which means if the attorney-client privilege gets asserted, the Justice Department must be prepared uh, to say that um, the, they don't have to uh, abide by the attorney-client privilege because they're contending the communications involved are indicative or proof of a crime or a fraud. So if you put all those things together, I don't see how, you know, it seems to me that the conclusion screams out that they're clearly uh, investigating January 6th. Yep. And they want to be very publicly seen as aggressively investigating yeah. January 6th. Brilliant point, Andy. And you've been so kind to join us today. I know how busy and in demand you are. And, and we've got two and a half minutes left in this segment. So I, I want to get your take on a couple of things. First, to your absolutely vital point that they had this alternative of a grand jury subpoena. And they can't credibly claim they were concerned Trump would destroy evidence because, as you alluded to, they've been negotiating with Trump and his team. Trump was in one of those negotiations over the summer. So if he was going to destroy evidence, he would have had plenty of time to do that already. And I don't believe that he would destroy that evidence. So I think that leads us back to your conclusion that this is this is a a desperation play to try to find something to allow them to bring criminal charges that they don't have evidence to support right now. I think that's right. And I'd also add to that, that with with respect to classified information, we're talking about statutes that they rarely enforce. And the Justice Department never in the history of the United States has indicted or done a search warrant at the home of a former president of the United States. So the thought that they're going to start out with a statute that they typically don't enforce is farcical to me. Yeah. Um, but what they care about is the Capitol riot. I, I think your logic is impenetrable. And, and my final question, uh, Andy McCarthy, our special guest, author of Ball of Collusion, uh, and uh, obviously National Review Senior Fellow, uh, and I do think this may well be related. Hunter Biden, do you expect in, an indictment of Hunter Biden soon? Uh, I do expect that, but I think people are going to be disappointed. I think what what's going to happen to me, the most the least important Biden in the Hunter Biden investigation is Hunter Biden. Right. And the most important thing is the foreign streams of money that came into the Biden family, including the president. Mm -hmm. And what I fear is that what what will happen is the Justice Department will take a plea from Hunter 
involving, say, you know, his taxes yeah. and yeah. maybe a false statement on his gun application. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to hold their head up then and say, see, yeah. we went after the president's son. And Biden will be able to say, see, I didn't interfere with the Justice Department. And we're all supposed to applaud at their at their uh, great nobility. But in the meantime, we won't learn about the most important thing in the investigation, which is, does a foreign power have the president of the United States over a barrel? Is he somehow compromised because of all this money uh, and all of this behavior that, uh, you know, obviously yeah. uh, they know about yeah. and, these and foreign how, governments. How could he not be? And, and Andy, the only thing I ask of you is do a daily national radio show, and I will listen every day, unless it's on at the same time. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Well, that's an important caveat. That's yes, right. yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I may be the only one listening to my show, but uh, but I wish you would do that. Hey, Andy, you're invaluable. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you, Dan. You take care. That's uh, Andy McCarthy, uh, right on point. I hope you get a chance to see his piece, National Review. You know, it's now a subscription site. I think you can get a few free articles, but but I did subscribe to it because there's so much good stuff in there. So again, uh, his premise is that the FBI's unprecedented raid on President Trump is not about the documents. It's about the Capitol riot and uh, trying to get lucky because they obviously want to criminally prosecute the president. They have one big problem. He didn't commit any crimes. So now they're trying to find something somewhere in these documents that will allow them to bring some kind of charge uh, beyond a, a you know, technical document related charge. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.